hey, there's lots of services out there that talk about Google reviews. But why don't you listen to a couple of users of Clinic Gym Connect who talk about how easy it can be to get Google reviews through text messaging. Remember, texts get opened five times more than emails. So if you're sending requests for Google reviews, man, oh man, is it worth your time to send it via text? Here's Mark and Carson talking about their experience using Clinic Gym Connect. We have a automation set up where it sends them a text responding to it saying, hey, thanks for your feedback. Would you mind sharing that in the form of a Google review? Leave the uh, link in there. It's a simple click. And we've seen some success with that. Out of the nine and tens, I would say it's about 25% leave Google reviews. We had one patient a couple of weeks ago who, you know, wasn't really warm when they came in. We uh-huh. sent them through the new patient campaign, sent them a picture, made it easy for them to get here. Seemed fine at checkout. And then I go and get a notification that night that they left us a five-star Google review. So I was like, whoa, I was not expecting that. So it just shows that, you know, you never know how everybody's going to react. On my calls, when I originally pick up the phone, oh, why'd you you choose us? What brought you here? I've gotten a handful that say, no, well, on Google, seen a bunch of good things being said. So that's one of the first things I look at. And it made it easy for us to pick you. So just like that, you can collect a bunch of text message-based Google reviews. Now, Mark and Carson have done a great job of this, but I have to tell you, we have another user who sent out a boatload of requests and in one weekend got 64 new Google reviews. I mean, talk about success. So if you're interested in those kind of numbers, check out clinicgymconnect.com. Again, that's clinicgymconnect.com or email me and be happy to set up a demo for you. Thanks a lot. Are you a chiropractor or physical therapist that believes in exercise, wants to make some money, and wants to provide the absolute best care for your patients? Well, then you are in the right place. I'm Dr. Josh Satterley, and this is Clinic Gym Radio, where we talk about the Clinic Gym hybrid model, which is combining the best parts of healthcare with active care and fantastic exercise programs to get patients the best care they can while helping you make more money in this game. This is Clinic Gym Radio, and I'm Dr. Josh Satterley. I'm excited for you to be here. Hey, everybody. Welcome to another exciting episode of Clinic Gym Radio. I am your host, as always, Dr. Josh Satterley, and it's my pleasure today to be joined by Joe Cohen. Joe, how are you? Hey, I'm great. How are you doing? We're doing great. Now, Joe, is uh, basically, this is like an international call, right? Like you're calling in all the way from uh, Israel, which is pretty, pretty crazy that we can even pull this off. Correct. Yeah, I'm in, I'm in Tel Aviv. Great city. Great weather. Nice. Awesome. Well, Joe, uh, I want to talk with you today about uh, kind of the power of genetics and what you know current technology allows us to even discover about our genetics and what we can do to, you know, we can't change our DNA, but we can certainly train uh, biasing our, our, our genetic factors, right? And uh, I'd love to dive into that subject with you. Yeah, so l- let's go into what can, uh, you know, you can't change your genetics, but you can change your epigenetics, right? And so that's one misconception that people have is, uh, you know, how, how, how can you get benefit uh, from your genetics? And so one way is, uh, you know, the, your body, your genetics are your blueprint to tell your body how to work in a whole bunch of different ways. And, you know, which proteins to produce and in response to what. So you have an input and then your body responds in a certain way. Uh, That's where your genetics come in. Now, you can kind of, you could say hack your genetics 
in a certain mm-hmm. way by saying, well, if we know that this input causes this in your genetics, then we're going, we could be smarter about the inputs. And then, you know, and, and, and whenever you're, you know, when you, when you have different inputs and your genetics is, uh, produ- is responding in a different way, that kind of, that response is where epigenetics starts coming in, right? Is so how- on the simplest sense, on the simplest sense, what you're saying is, let's say that you want to train and you need 20 grams of protein uh, uh, at a meal, right? And uh, I say, okay, well, I'm going to get those all through drinking uh, a gallon of milk. And you look at my genetic profile and you go, uh, I think there are better protein choices because yes, you will get 20 grams of protein, but you're also going to get a ton of inflammation and blah, 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 because of your genetic makeup. And you say, hey, switch to something simple. Let's just say you go, hey, switch to beef. It's a little bit more expensive, but it looks like it won't cause as much residual inflammation in you. And the net effect will be that your all that protein intake is, in fact, say, building muscle instead of creating this battle zone within your body. I mean, that's the most simple way we can do that. But you could do that through looking at how to, how to uh, what would you call that, refine that for the training methods you use or the training times you use or the, you know, what uh, the epigenetics would be the influences that you can kind of perfect to get you the best results the fastest. Correct. So whenever you see that there's a difference between people in, mm-hmm. you know, if there's the same input, but different outputs, different responses, that means that genetics is at play, right? If there's differences among people, it means that genetics is at play. Uh, and so, that, you know, that when it comes to the environment, there's a lot of differences. Mm-hmm. Uh, for example, if within the foods that we eat, some people can have celiacs, right, and, and really not do well with any gluten. Uh, some people can have sensitivities, uh, not only to gluten, but to any number of foods, any number. You know, and then there's some people who actually don't have, have any strong sensitivities and um you know they they don't have any problems uh, seemingly right i mean maybe I, I think when people get older people tend to develop more issues more sensitivities mm-hmm. uh but you know um there there is a bell curve in how prone people are to uh respond to um sure. you know to grains or beans or whatever it is right so yeah uh, college age kids yeah. on spring break uh Eating hot wings and drinking gallons of beer are not really, are not really seeing the full effect of that as much as they would ten or fifteen years later when they're thirty-two year old uh, working adults behind a computer, right? Correct, correct. Uh, you know, part of it is they're just more resilient when they're younger, um, yeah. and part of it, you know, I, I like you said, if they're exercising a lot, that that can yeah. help them as well, but. Um, yeah, so essentially that's kind of the, uh, what genetics can do. So there is personalized recommendations mm-hmm. that can impact you better, uh, based on your genetics. So there's, could be prioritized, uh, recommendations that, that are more effective based on your genetics. Yeah. So, um, I know yeah. that there's always a, a story behind, uh, the, these discoveries, right? People oftentimes figure it out for themselves. As I understand it, I want to go back because I understand you. Uh, let me see how I how I can phrase this nicely. You didn't have you didn't get dealt the best genetic uh, makeup. The 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 hand you were dealt was you felt like wasn't the best. So you kind of used this on yourself and discovered a lot of this stuff to to whatever you want to say. Turn yourself into Superman. 
So can you tell us a little Correct. story about how that went? Yeah, exactly. Um, you know, I, I think I was kind of living a lifestyle that was very similar to how a lot of people live, but my body is reacting much worse to that kind of lifestyle. And, um, and so through a lot of, you know, research and partly through my genetics and looking at my lab tests and other kinds of information, I was able to figure out that, you know, this lifestyle wasn't good for me and what, what are the best recommendations for me? And what were some of the things you discovered that were like the, the, I mean, there's always refinement, but what were the big kind of bricks in the, in the, or the big links in the chain for you that you had to change? For me, it was uh, dietary things. I had to, I did not do well with like lectins. Um, I had to uh, restrict like grains and beans. Okay. And once you did that, what, what changes did you notice? I noticed very, uh, ex- you know, extreme changes. Um, I was, you know, just way more energy, uh, focus, brain function, um, mood, everything. I mean, uh, my body didn't react well at all to, uh, grains or, or beans or anything like that. So I was tired all the time. I really just, my whole body was malfunctioning. And did you notice any physical, like, you know, were you trying to put on muscle? Did you learn, lose some fat? Did you find you could recover faster from workouts or anything? Yeah, for sure. It was pretty much everything. There was, uh, everything in everything, uh, experienced the change for the better. Um, I mean, my whole life changed pretty much after that. Very significant. Okay. And so kind of set you on this path, huh? Exactly. Exactly. So that's what really set me on this path of, uh, you know, looking at, because, you know, looking at precision health, like how is my body built? Because I just realized that, you know, if I just follow the advice of other people, maybe that will work for their genetics or their personalized health, but not for mine. And so I always felt like the secrets were, you know, held within. And what was the first discovery on kind of figuring out those secrets? Um, so I, I think there, there was a couple of big stages that I went through in life. Um, one was like uh, when I kind of solved, you know, my core health problems with the diet, right? And, and a lot, I think a lot of that uh, had to do with cannabinoid receptors, actually, which I found out through my genes. So cannabinoid receptors makes you more tolerant to things in, in, you know, foods and things like that. And so my cannabinoid receptors were not functioning optimally. And with, you know, if you combine that with a certain kind of lifestyle, you know, certain whatever, uh, it's just, you and I ended up getting a lot of sensitivities to my environment, my foods. Uh, so that was the first thing. Once I got rid of, like, once I was able to figure that out, um, I then had to, you know, there, there was always new stages of progress that, that, you know, that, that made a big difference. I think mood was another big one. So, you know, um, you know, if, if you're talking about entrepreneurship, for example, you really need to function at a very high level, uh, in order to be 
a high functioning tech executive, like a, you know, a CEO of a sure. complex tech company like self decode. Um, so you really need your mood to be very balanced, um, in order to deal with, uh, the stressors you need, um, uh, you know, you need your health to be in check so that you're, you're not tired. You got the motivation, uh, you got, uh, so there's the, you know, there's, uh, yeah, I mean, you're sleeping properly because, you know, if you're not getting good sleep, it's also a huge problem. Um, and then I, I, yes. And I think energy was another, uh, significant thing is, you know, how, how do you have more energy in the day? Um, that's a significant thing. So you mentioned discovering your, your cannabinoid receptor receptors. Uh, that's not something normal that people kind of check for, you know, like that's not a standard test or a standard, well, hell, it's not a standard response I get on the podcast about, you know, what works and what doesn't. What, um, how did you discover that? And, and how can people look into those things or find these issues about their genetic makeup? So, yeah, I mean, that's kind of, that's what we do at Self Decode uh, in order to make the whole process easier, essentially, right? So my, mm -hmm. my company, I, I didn't really give a background about my company, but my company is Self Decode, where we do all this analysis for the individual in order to make it a lot easier uh, on the individual to, um, you know, uh, essentially like, I mean, there's, there's a huge amount of data that you need to take into account for a lot of different things. And so that's kind of what we're doing is we're doing all that data processing and bioinformatics, and then we're giving it to the consumer or practitioners. We also have mm -hmm. a practitioner platform in a way that's much more digestible so that they can find these things. So there's, you know, each recommendation is attached to specific genes that or variants that it could help with, and you could read more about those. So that's kind of how an individual would find, like, you know, number one is you would get a predisposition for a certain topic. Then you get a prioritized list of recommendations, and then each recommendation is attached with a genetic uh, factor that makes that recommendation higher up on the priority list. And so you could, you could follow that through and, you know, uh, click on the different genes and see which ones are uh, significant for you. So in the case of somebody listening to this show, I mean, we have a lot of chiropractors, physical therapists, athletic trainers, strength coaches listening. And essentially, you, we could send our sample to your company. You guys process, you send back a report. And a very simple version of that might be like, um, hey, this gene is uh, associated with being more sensitive to low vitamin D levels, and it manifests itself obviously uh, oftentimes in in joint pain, right? Like that's a, a a possible manifestation. And so, if we have somebody keep coming into our office, go, man, I'm always sore, I'm always this. We can look at that recommendation and say, okay, here's the 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 recommendation is somehow increase vitamin D level. But you'll go to the next step of saying that's because they had this genetic factor. The, and that's why it's specific to this person. Whereas the next person who comes in your office would be fine with the, the level of vitamin D intake that that person had. 
Yeah, so the, the general flow is as follows. For, for a practitioner, let's say uh, we have a platform for them so they can upload different clients, they can manage their clients in the, that platform. And uh, uh, so typically what happens is, is, you know, if a client will either have some kind of thing that they want to improve, right? And we have, you know, a whole bunch of reports, like 100 different reports on different topics that the practitioner could see what, you know, are they, how their genetic predisposition is. Um, so they, they look at that specific topic and more importantly than even just their genetic predisposition is they get a prioritized list of recommendations that, you know, our algorithms recommend and they can then see like, uh, what labs are, you know, uh, what labs are connected also that are out of the optimal range um, to that topic as well. So they can upload, basically they can either buy a kit if their customer does, their, their patient doesn't have an existing file that they have from companies like 23andMe. Um, so we, we give them the access to buy a kit, um, then, you know, analyze the results, upload lab tests, upload, you know, uh, information about their client and then we take that together and we're able to give prioritized recommendations and then the practitioner can just download them easily uh and then send them to their client and so we have plans that are you know that are white labeling that could be a white label download with a practitioner's uh logo or could be a self-decode logo and um and, and it just makes it you know they can download a bunch of reports, send them to their clients and to their, you know, and that's, and they, they could also customize their report as well. So they could say, I want this recommendation, but not this one. Um, I want to show my client this, but not that maybe, I, you know, if they have a high genetic risk, they don't want to freak them out. They could take it off. Uh, so they can eat, they can customize the reports within their plat within the platform. And, um, yeah, and and uh, that's kind of like uh, so. Uh, you know, the consumer feels like the end patient feels like they've gotten a lot of value from that visit, and for the doctor uh, the, or the practitioner, so they're they're providing more value, but they're also able to get better recommendations. Um, and w we make the process as simple as possible. So you know, just um, it, it's something that w you know we, we've gotten very good feedback with practitioners. Uh, coaches or you know different types of people, uh, you know, really makes their life like it, it really helps their practice, track clients, and and also improve the care. I think uh, you're on mute. Oh, sorry, buddy. Yep, uh, it's my first day doing a podcast. You know, <laughs> um, uh, let's talk a little bit about that white labeling because I think that's kind of interesting for for listeners here. So. When you say your logo can be on it or the, the self-decode logo, are you saying on like the test kit itself or, or on a report or both? Uh, both. Okay. So, I mean, if you're doing it on a test kit, you would need volume. But, uh, you know, th there is an option for like an unbranded kit that would okay. just not have anyone's brand. You could put your own sticker on it, let's say. Yeah. Right. So All you right, can so order them to your office. If you have a physical practice, put a sticker on it. Yeah. Um, otherwise it, you know, otherwise you would need scale to produce like 
your own brand. You're, you know, we're not going to produce them for 20 people, but, um, but yeah, it could be your own brand if you have at least a thousand kits. Uh, if not, it would just be an unbranded kit. Um, you know, as, or it could be the selfie code kit. These are the different possibilities. And then, um, they get the results. They can, you can give them these customized reports based on what you want. Uh, you could, uh, give them questionnaires, uh, to fill out, uh, you could upload lab tests. It's kind of like a whole, a platform for practitioners. And so, you know, we always want our, we talk about it a lot on this podcast, but we always want our providers or the people that we work with, you know, we, we sell hands-on care and exercise and there's a million options out there for, out there for that. The listeners of this podcast, one of the things I think we take pride in is being experts, right? We, we sell expertise, the interpretation of data, mm-hmm. the building of the workout, the creation of a treatment plan. That's where, it, you know, it's not just buying a, a tool at, uh, you know, the sporting goods store to massage your muscles and then throwing any sort of, you know, workout at it. And so if we want to preserve that expertise, do you also have like training or, or information so that we know what reports are going out or how, th- how that affects our clients and whatnot? Yes. So we have a webinar series that, uh, you know, basically trains people how to use precision health in their practice, how to use it in general. Um, and so that, that's one thing is, so we do have a webinar series. It's, you know, we spent a lot of money building it with professionals. Uh, so it's something that, uh, uh, that we can provide. Uh, in addition, um, you know, uh, I think there's, um, I mean, the platform is built in a relatively simple way and, and uh, meaning it's, it's, it's pretty good user experience and the reports itself are very user friendly. Um, so it could be understood like just by looking at it and, and, and that's why it's, you know, you could also download these reports and just give them to the patient directly as well. And they're going to understand it. And, Again, you as a coach or a practitioner um, are going to want to look at the recommendations and make sure that that's what you want to be giving them. Which is why we allow you to customize it. You can take you can take off whatever you want, right? Um, you know, at the end of the day, there's still there's you know we're not replacing practitioners. We're just giving them tools to work better, more mm-hmm. effectively, and and provide more value for their patients. Awesome. And so the, the test protocol or test, you know, when a, t- a kit comes in, if I want to do it in my office to kind of have a increased patient experience, right? Talk about why we do it, then have them do the test and then schedule a time for a follow-up. A couple questions. Number one, what is the, for those who don't know, what is the test like? Are we saying you need to draw three vials of blood? Uh, you need to do a biopsy of tissue? It's, it's a spit kit. It's a, it's a spit test. So it's just simple saliva test. Correct. Awesome. And how long from the time we, you know, if we take that sample, mail it out that day or the next day, how long until we as practitioners have the reports in our, in our platform? It's about four weeks, four weeks weeks? from when you, uh, yeah, up to six, if there's like a heavy load, but mainly like around four weeks. Okay. And then we would get that information or get a notification that, Hey, you got results and I can Mm -hmm. call the patient and say, Hey Joe, you know, I know you did our test a month or, you know, a few weeks ago. Why don't you come in? We can discuss the details, right? And then Correct. we can assemble those reports and discuss them in person. And I'm guessing there's also the ability to send 
I don't know, I don't, uh, a simpler, you know, not as complex of information at the clinician level, right? Send a, a easier amount of information to the client through your portal as well, if we want them to see the reports as well? Yeah, you could download any report as a PDF and send mm-hmm. them to the client. And, and when you download it, you can customize what is on that report. Okay. So cool. uh, you can go through it with them in person or you can, you know, you could take notes and put it on the report. You can take off recommendations, take off a section. It's, mm-hmm. it's very highly customizable. Okay. Fantastic. And what's the, if we go through uh, the white labeling option, I, and obviously this is, what month are we in? April of 2022. So prices always change, but. Um, what's the cost to the clinician if we're ordering multiple kits versus what are you seeing people uh, sell it for on that white label option? Right. So we're changing our pricing models. We're in mm-hmm. like we're in the process of changing them now. So by the time this gets published, it's probably going to be changed already. Um, and so what we're changing it to, what we did was basically charge like a set price a year for a certain number of kits. But we kind of realized that everybody kind of has a different number, uh, you know, a different number of patients. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and so now we're just going to be charging per patient. Okay. Uh, and you know, it's going to be, uh, it's going to be around $50 per patient for n- not with the kits or with the kids, it's going to be a little more. So we might be talking about, uh, you know, the kids are going to be, let's say, I think we still have to figure that out, but let's say it's around uh, $80. Um, we're talking about $130 altogether, and then a practitioner could sell it for whatever they want. You know, mm-hmm. Since it's white labeled, uh, they could sell it for $250 or $350, whatever it is, right? Um, yeah, and I think yeah. that... You know, it, it could be bundled also, you know, it depends on the uh, specific practitioner, but it could be bundled as part of yeah, uh, I think that's your, the way to go because you don't want it to seem like a commodity, right? You don't want anybody going there looking at it and going, well, why get this one? Because, you know, I can find it on 23andMe or blah, blah, blah. Or, you know, I got a, a group on special for this. It's like, if you, again, we're selling expertise. So if you make it part of a larger experience, that's where the money is, right? It's a tool Correct. in this larger experience, the interpretation, Correct. the the follow-ups, the all those things. You know, it's like we do a lot of, uh, in my practice, I do a lot of analysis on golf. And so we use a golf simulator to hit, but we're not looking at the same things you're looking at at the local top golf or, you know, on your range. And we tell them that because we don't want that to drive, well, why go here? I could go somewhere else. Like, yeah, nobody has this experience. Nobody has this assessment process. And although parts of it may look similar to other places, it's really the interpretation. And that's where the money is, right? Like, that's that's where patients yeah, want to Yeah, I, I wouldn't say it is... Um I would say that the product is quite different than what is out there in many ways, actually. So we're actually giving precision health recommendations, whereas right. the other companies are not. Right. The um, point I'm trying to make is if, if, it's not, if it's not set up in, in a way that there's a expertise around it, it looks like you're pricing kits against other kits, which is not the point, right? A patient could look at it correct. and go, oh, this correct. Is, and that's correct. not what this is all about. This is about... Uh, uh, a part of a larger Correct. picture. I, yeah, I mean, the idea is is that you know, um, you what 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 a practitioner wants to do is, and, and this is you know legit, right? People are going to the practitioner because they trust their opinion, right? 
nobody's owing to someone if they don't trust what they have to say. So what you're doing is you're looking over the information and choosing what you want to be in there, what you don't want to be in. And that is extremely valuable to the patient because, you know, we could have 15 recommendations in a report and, you know, the patient, and there could be like, you know, 10 different reports that interest the patient or whatever. They want to know what are you suggesting? So you could also build a regimen for them on the platform, add things to their regimen, and then download their regimen as a PDF as well. So you could say, here, here's your regimen that I looked over. Um, whereas they're not getting that with, I mean, they'd have to build it themselves, but why are they going to a practitioner to help them, right? So uh, it, it is, you know, the content is very user-friendly, but people still are always going to be getting confused about what they need to be doing because, you know, and, and that's where the human help comes in, right? You know the patient better than we do. You, 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 you know, you're with them, you're talking to them, you could see what they're like, what kind of, you know, so you could build a regimen for them and then download that PDF. And, and in that regimen, it's going to show exactly like what all the, what each recommendation is good for. Um, it, so we're amplifying what the practitioner is doing and that's how you want to charge as well. Right. So it's like if a practitioner, you're, you're going to want to bundle it with a, with, with a, uh, visit and you say, Hey, you get a DNA analysis. This is a DNA analysis visit, it's 400 bucks. Right. And it's just part of the visit. And they're also getting this nice additional value that they wouldn't be getting. Right. Hey, I'm also getting a DNA test here. Uh, mute. You're on mute. The future of what we can do in, in, uh, you know, in clinics is, incredible. It's expanding in a large way, especially when we don't have to pierce the skin for diagnostic information, you know? Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So, um, so you said that the, the kit comes for you create a sample four weeks later, we get the report and then we can go in and say, you know, show this to the client, show that don't show this, don't show that and come up with our own, uh, report. Are we, are we able to brand the report itself? Can we put our logo and office mm-hmm, name correct. and whatnot yeah. on it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Fantastic. All right. Any other uh, trick features? I mean, when we see new technology about this, a lot of times, you know, we don't know the, the questions to ask. We don't know what the best methods are. What do you, what are you seeing out there? What are people doing that gets you excited as a, as the founder of self decode? Yeah, I think we're using uh, the most cutting edge techniques on the market. So one thing that, you know, I, I look at when we're looking at um you know, what's out there and what we're doing. Uh, you know, these, a lot of other companies, I would say the vast majority of them are looking at 83 variants in total for everything that they're doing. And, okay. they're, you know, they're assuming they can look at everything in your body with 83 variants. We're looking at 83 million variants when we're, you know, making, doing the analysis. And, and you need really a very high skilled team to do that. And it's way, way more expensive. So, I mean, you know, I, I think that, uh, you know, our mission is really to increase the quality of, you know, is, is to disrupt modern medicine by um, empowering individuals to uncover mysteries about their bodies, brains, and, and DNA. 
And, uh, you know, so I'm really excited that we're doing that with the most cutting edge tools. Uh, you know, and unfortunately, my, my concern is that uh, there's a lot of, very few companies are using these cutting edge techniques. Um, and I, I think that's something you want to look out for. It's like, uh, when you're, let's say, looking at a given report, how many variants was analyzed to come up with uh, this predisposition or whatever, um, typically you'll see a few variants. In ours, it you know goes up to two million variants per an individual topic. Um, it is more expensive to do it because you know the talent that you need for that and the compute power goes up a lot. Um, you know the the AI machine learning uh, uses a lot of compute power, but we feel like we're uh, you know, we're not only like, we have three, um, not, I mean, not only are we doing the practitioners, we're also, a, a, one of our business models is also to provide other businesses in the, in the space with the infrastructure to be able to do genomics legitimately, which is a huge problem in the field. So there's quite a lot of problems that we're solving behind the scenes. Mm -hmm. uh, for example, dealing with the data securely, uh, you know, the, the DNA kit itself, handling that process, handling the whole bioinformatics pipeline, handling the reporting and the recommendations. Uh, these are all very difficult problems that, you know, we have extremely talented team. Um, and so we're solving that not only for us, but for other businesses who want to get into precision health, they have some other kind of app or something else that they want to, you know, uh, incorporate precision health into their platform. So that's kind of what what's the most exciting is that we're not only going to be catering to practitioners or end consumers, but we're also going to be powering the genomics for um, a lot of big organizations. That's awesome! What an exciting world, man! I mean, the the possibilities of this compared to what you know we were thinking about ten years ago is just. Uh, it's crazy what, what we'll be able to discover about people and, and all those, you know, cause I think every practitioner on this call has had those people come in that are the, the mystery people, right? They're dealing with some autoimmune or they're dealing with some low level thing and nobody can seem to get to the bottom of it. So they live in this constant, you know, maybe it's manifests its way in joint pain. So it's two out of 10 joint pain all the time. Just can't get rid of it. Or it's, Hey, why am I always so tired? You know, my wife needs half as much sleep as I do, or, uh, you know, I, I can think of a few golfers. I have some older golfers and they'll complain, Hey, I can only golf three days a week. You know, I, I had a great job. I, I, I retired, I, you know, have a couple million bucks in the bank and all I want to do is play golf every day and my body just won't hold up to it. And so if you can unlock those secrets for those people, I think that's a huge mission. So I commend you there, exactly. Joe. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, if people want more information, what's the best way to, to jump on this train? So they can go to uh, selfdecode.com. That's where we have the, uh, you know, the, the consumer and, and they can sign up the practitioner um, mm -hmm. accounts as well. So we have those okay. there. And uh, yeah, and they can, they can reach out. Um, I mean, I, I'm on Instagram, I guess, Mr. Biohacker. Um, they could sign up to our email list. They could reach out to support if they have something else that they want to, you know, um, 
reach out to us about. Maybe some. Okay. Uh, they want to if somebody wants to support their use Precision Health in their business. Um, support so at selfdecode.com. Selfdecode.com. I think that's yeah. Selfdecode.com to remember. Yeah. All right. Well, I certainly appreciate it, man. I think this is a very exciting aspect of of healthcare, especially in the. I think a lot of people listening definitely have more of a performance type facility where they're they're not worried about the insurance payments. They're not trying to go for just pain. Pain might be a step to get rid of in the path of getting somebody better at their sport or at their whatever they want to do. And I think this fits very nicely with that kind of performance um, and lifestyle type of practice. So I appreciate the information today, Joe. All right. My pleasure. All right. And Thanks. on behalf of Joe Cohen, this is uh, Josh Satterley saying, go out there, maximize your license and live the life you dream of. Thanks, everybody. Thanks a lot for listening to Clinic Gym Radio. If you're looking for more information about me, about us, about our programs, then just head to clinicgymhybrid.com. Again, that's clinicgymhybrid.com. You can check us out there. We've got our accelerator program and a few other programs that will help you get up and running as quickly as possible and making more money while providing excellent active therapy to your patients.